Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. As always, my name is Adam. I'm Joe. And I'm Johnny. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day because that is the motto of the Broken Clock Podcast. Gentlemen, welcome. Spooky Yo. season's over. Spooky season? Yeah, spooky season. It is yeah. now officially the worst day of the year as we are recording this. Why? It's the uh, daylight savings time. Wait, that's, no, no, that's the best one. It's Yeah, you get the you extra, get the extra hour, hour of sleep today. No, but now it's going to be darker earlier. Yeah, now it's going to be darker at like 4.30. Yeah, yeah that's why it's the stuff. worst day of the year. Yeah, your seasonal affective disorder kicks in today? Oh, pretty much, yeah. You're sad I mean, now? I'm always sad, but yeah. now I'm extra sad. Yeah. Yeah. We work second shift, so that, you know, amplifies your seasonal affective disorder. Does it, though? Well, yeah, yeah because I mean, he it, sees it, it, less it, sunlight because he sleeps till noon. I see no sunlight, though. Like, that's I go true. into work and it's dark outside. I go, I leave from work and it's dark outside. Yeah, now. That's, that's when it's at the worst. Yeah, uh, that's at what least I'm I can wake up early and experience some sunshine and stuff. No, yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying normally, like in the normal hours. Yeah. You get less sunlight than everybody else because you sleep till like noon. Yes. So, and but, then I go into work at like two. So, yeah, exactly. So, you can still experience sunlight then. Yeah. Well, I mean, during summer, at least I do a lot of working outside and stuff. True. So, I experience more sunlight that way. But, uh, yeah, uh, I just did. I had to like set all the clocks back at work and stuff. And I was just like, oh, I don't want it to go fucking dark at four o'clock now. Mm-hmm. I hate this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it scared me this morning when I woke up and it was like 10 in the morning. And I was like, Jesus Christ, why did I sleep so long? Because <laughs> it was only nine in the morning. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. How, like, was, yes. uh, how was everyone's Halloween? It was fine. Would you dress up as? Uh, uh, depressed 30 something year old. <laughs> yeah. John, I keep telling you, you can't reuse the same costume every day? single day. <laughs> uh, on Halloween itself, uh, I wore several masks to answer the door. I had a Spider-Man mask and a Rey Mysterio mask and a Captain America helmet and a Rocco's Modern Life head uh, to answer the door. I'm sure the kids were confused by the Rocco's Modern Life one. Yeah, it was hard to like get through the door, so... That one was just like, I put it on. I was like, this isn't going to be a viable option to, to do it. But then like when I went out on Halloween night, I didn't actually wear any costumes. I just dressed up as a regular man, hmm. which was fine. I had to work a double shift. So mm. I had a 16 hour work day for Halloween. So that was fun. So spooky. Mm-hmm. And uh, did you dress up at all? Like, do they let you dress up at work for, or do you no one just to have to wear you? your normal uniform? No, I just have to wear my normal uniform. Oh, but. I uh, just stay in the back as much as possible and try and not have to ever face the children at all at you the school. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't like go about your daily tasks in like a Mike Myers mask or something because oh, that would fit that with would like the, the jumpsuit you, that I assume that you wear. Mm, I don't, but just standing yeah. in the middle of the hallway. Yeah, and just wearing the mask, just not yeah. doing anything, just holding a mop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be great. That'd be awesome. And of course, one kid got riled up and decided to smash a window, so that was fun. Great. Mm. Mm. So it's a lot of cleaning up glass, standing out in the rain. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, because it was like really it was, yeah, it was pouring here uh, in the in the morning uh, yeah. and through the afternoon. It cleared up by the end of the night in time for the kids to go trick or treating and stuff. But uh, I'm just standing out in the rain, trying to like sweep up glass and stuff. Yeah, that so it was a fun been... Halloween. Yeah, hey, I mean that's what you do on Halloween. You clean up glass mm. from all the rambunctious children. Mm. Do you eat a lot of candy? Do you at least get to like? Were there leftover candy at your house from the trick-or-treaters? No. Mm. We get, like, at my house is, like, like on a side road mm. back in the corner, like, out in the middle of, you know, nowhere kind of thing. So, no kids ever come, like, down our street for 
for Halloween. Well, your house is also the one where I definitely hear the neighborhood kids like, that's old man Blakesley's house. Don't go there. <laughs> Stay away. Yeah. Kids disappear when they go near there. Yeah, your backyard's just no, filled with cats uh, balls disappear. and frisbees mm. that nobody wants to go retrieve. The cats eat the kids. That's mm. right. Yeah. They're trained for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They used to be kids. Mm. Ooh. I saw that Geico commercial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm excited that that one's going to be over now because Halloween's over. Mm. I'm very excited for that. Um, but that's not the last Halloween-related thing we have to talk about, Joe, because you played something very spooky this week. What did you play? Uh, I uh, played Luigi's Mansion 3, which came out this week. Ooh. Yes. Uh, and it is a Luigi's Mansion game. That's high praise. Mm, mm. I wasn't expecting that from you. I really thought you were going to say, it's a Mario Kart game. Uh. But no, Luigi's Mansion game, huh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, it, it it is what it is. Like, the Luigi's Mansion games aren't exactly groundbreaking, I mean, in terms of being a different kind of Mario game, but they're not going to really shake the foundations of the world of, like, oh my god, this this Luigi's Mansion game is just fantastic. Genius. Whoever yeah. created this is a genius. Yeah. If you don't like it, you don't get it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, I mean, it, it, is, it is a Luigi's Mansion game. Luigi's Mansion games are fun, in my opinion. I enjoy them a lot, uh, and I am enjoying this one as much as uh, I have the other ones. Uh, I never did finish the second one, so I need to go back and finish that. How are you even following along in the story? <laughs> I know. It's, I'm very confused because the plot are so interwoven. Um, and I'm kind of hoping that there'll be like a, an HD remaster Switch version of the second one, maybe. Or like a, a one-two pack at some point. But I feel like those probably would have come out before 3 if that was going to happen. Yeah, because the first one's a GameCube game that yes. got re-released on the 3DS. Yes. And, and the, second the second one, one was a 3DS just a 3DS game. game. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I was kind of hoping that they would do that, but I figured, like I said, I figured that it would have come before the third one came out. Yeah. If they were going to do that to like build up hype kind of thing. Yeah. That would have been a summer release to get you excited for the October release of Luigi's Mansion 3. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I really like it. I'm having a lot of fun with it. Um, it does do some things, uh, very well that they've added to the game. Like the Gooigi stuff is, uh, the new thing which you can now summon or like, create a Gooigi, which is a Luigi clone that can do certain things that Luigi can't, like, into certain areas. Because he's made of goo. Because he's made of goo, so he can, like, walk through grates and, uh, like, climb into, like, tiny pipes and stuff because he just turns into a liquid. Um, And uh, I I really like those mechanics. It adds a lot of very fun puzzle mechanics to the game um, where it does, you know, things where, like, you need to go into one position, like, stand on a button and then, you know, turn into Gooigi and then like go through a pipe and come through an area and then go through a grate and then step on that button. Cause when you're controlling Gooigi, like Luigi is stationary. He doesn't do mm-hmm. anything. So it's all about like uh, placement character placement kind of thing, which is, I mean, it's like I said, it's not groundbreaking. It's not going to, you know, set the world on fire, but at least it's a new mechanic that makes it very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just sounds like co-op portal. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, but they did add some things I don't enjoy as much. Uh, they added a, like a slam mechanic to the game where when you're catching the ghosts um, after you pull on them enough uh, for anyone who hasn't played Luigi's Mansion the way the game works is that ghosts you're in a a mansion this when you're in a hotel but uh, you have to walk around as Luigi and you have like a flashlight where you flash the ghosts and that stuns them and then you start sucking them up with the vacuum and they kind of like lead you around and you have to pull on the opposite direction of the direction they're going in order to um like wear them down to the point where you can suck them up. Uh, and this one, as you do that, there's like a little uh, spin dial where once it fills up, you can start hitting A and you'll just start slamming them around. Mm. Um, and when you do that, it makes them very easy to catch. You catch them a lot faster. So it kind of eliminates 
the standard like challenge to the game. And this one, instead of the other one, where the fun is kind of the the fishing mechanic, where you have to pull the opposite like way the rod goes. Now you just do it for like a second, and you just start slamming around, and you suck them up, and it's like, oh well, now it just kind of feels too easy to catch the ghosts. They kind of try and make up for it by making different ways, you know, like different parameters that you have to do in order to catch them. Um, like but, I'm sure there are some where it's like no slamming allowed, right? Well, I haven't run into one that has a no slamming allowed, but it's the kind of thing where like. Uh, there was one ghost that was wearing sunglasses, so when you tried to stun him with the flashlight, it didn't work because of the... He yeah, just, he's protected. Yeah, and you yeah. had to like try and suck the glasses off of his face before you could stun him with the flashlight. And they do like different little different mechanics like that, uh, or different you know parameters for catching him, you know, to make it at least a little bit more challenging mm-hmm. than just making it too easy with a slam thing. But... Uh, and I mean, I guess I could play without using the slam mechanic if I wanted to get that old school feel, but yeah. if it's there, you're going to use it kind of thing. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. Cause even if it got frustrating at any point, you would just be like, all right, fuck it. I don't want to deal with this one anymore. Slam, 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 done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, like I said, the Gooigi mechanics are, uh, interesting. Um, I mean, it's, it's light in terms of story, like any kind of Mario game. Mm. Um, and, uh, the controls, it relies on the motion controls a lot, which I hate. Are you just playing it handheld or on the light? I'm playing on the light. Okay. Well, I've been switching in between. I was playing on the TV and then sw- yeah, switch. Um, like when I first played it, like the first two hours I played it, I played it on the TV. And then the like, next two hours I played on in, on the light. Um, but it there, there's a lot of different like mechanics that you're... Um, Poltergust, I, I think is what it's mm-hmm. called, the, mm-hmm. the the vacuum. Because it has, in this one, they added, like, a suction cup thing where you can suit, a, like, a plunger tip and then with a string on it, and then you can start sucking up the plunger, like, string and use that to, like, whip things around as as an attack. Oh, so they're just copying Fortnite. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's, like, a lot of different, because there's, like, the flashlight, there's the suck, there's the blow, there's the, like, the dark light, the, the suction cup thing that you can do. And they're all these, and they're all mapped to different things. Some of them um, use the face buttons. You know, some of like vet, like suck and blow are the, tr- the triggers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and those are easy to use um, when you're aiming. Because, like, it's left stick is walk, and right stick is aim up and down, left and right, like the direction you're looking kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you're sucking with the vacuum or using the blow function, you're just using the right stick to, like, suck around all over the room some of them use the face buttons so when you're trying to press a you can't use the right stick unless you're doing like some sort of oh, weird yeah, hand yeah. claw thing so like if you want to use the flashlight which is on the the b button i think uh and you want to try and aim up to aim up with like a ghost up high you got to do like a weird claw thing to try and use the, the right stick and hit the button at the same time and uh or you can use the motion controls to like aim up and down and I just hate using the motion controls. Um, but otherwise, it becomes really complicated to try and hit all the buttons while maintaining the thumbstick as well. Mm-hmm. So the controls are a little screwy. Uh, I didn't take a look at the like control menu, to, so maybe there's a way to like change them around and make things a little bit easier. Um, but I feel like they could have been done a lot better. But uh, I'm still like having fun with the game. I'm still happy with it. It's still good. I'm still enjoying it. Nice. Yeah. And I also beat uh, Call of Duty. Oh, how was it? How was the final... Yeah, did you get your crazy shit moment? 
there wasn't really, like, the, the standard Call of Duty, like, oh shit moment, like mm-hmm. I was saying last time I was looking for. There's no nuke going off. There's no the EMP making helicopters fall out of the sky while you're trying to run down the street. You don't uh, shoot up an airport full yeah, of people. There's no, yeah, there's no, no Russian level or anything like that. Um, but uh, there is one scene, uh, like one part of the game, which is a very small contained thing, which wasn't really a, oh shit, it was a, oh shit moment. Where I'm just sitting there going, like, I am really uncomfortable with what is going on right now kind of thing. Because there is, like, a, a underlying theme of, like, moral ambiguity when it comes to war mm-hmm. part of the game. Where it's like, you know, how far is too far? What would you do to, you know... If you knew somebody is going to, you know, release a chemical weapon that could kill millions, what would you do to stop it kind of thing? And there definitely is a moment where I was just kind of sitting there going, like, oh, God, no, I'm uncomfortable with this. Oh, no, no, no. Um... And that was kind of the oh shit moment, um, for, for me at least. Uh, I, I, I don't know, I was starting to kind of feel like maybe I'm just jaded and other people are like playing other levels going like, wow, this is intense. And I'm just like, Meh. Yeah. this isn't all that bad kind of thing. I'm not murdering a hundred kids. I'm mean, <laughs> yeah. only murdering 25. Like, yeah. Ugh. So I, I was just like, I don't know if maybe I'm just too jaded at this point. It's uh, entirely possible. It, yeah, it is entirely possible. I am a very jaded person. Um, but I, in the end, I still thought the story mode was very interesting, very engaging. Uh, it wasn't very long, but you don't really expect Call of Duty campaigns to be long. But this one felt like even shorter than most of the other ones. Yeah, that's what I read was like the most common complaint about it. But that means it's a good thing that people wanted more of it. Compared yeah. to the fact that the last Call of Duty didn't have any single player. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Do you like, know roughly how many hours it was to beat? Uh, like four hours. Oh, that's terrible yeah well it's also not the selling point of call of duty no but at least like the other ones had like 10 hour. like i would expect a 10 hour at yeah. minimum for a campaign for a call of duty game to be like okay fine it's not you know it's not 20 or 30 hours worth of shooter campaign but like four is just yeah know. yeah the last one didn't have any though so i guess it's a step up from nothing True. yeah but... but like you said i was very disappointed mm-hmm. when it ended i was like yeah. oh that's it yeah. oh and I will say, like, the final, like, moment, the the crescendo to the whole thing mm-hmm. was very lackluster. Um, like, the, the final confrontation with the last, like, boss of the game was nothing very, you know, interesting to write home about. Mm-hmm. And there was one of the characters, one of the main characters, his, like, ending to his story just kind of happens off panel essentially oh where you just like you just hear him on the radio going like all right guys like blah 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 and you're just like oh that's it <laughs> like yeah all right i'm out of here i'm going back stateside catch yeah. everything's okay catch you later <laughs> yeah and i was like oh no i want to see like what happened yeah. there kind of thing but it just like happens in a one second mention over yeah. the radio and i was like oh that's really disappointing you just see him like skyping in from the couch at home be like how'd the mission go guys <laughs> oh cool good to hear uh, right, so yeah i just yeah, I'm going to barbecue with my family, but I'll see you guys when you get back to the States. Cool. All right. Peace. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was really disappointing. But uh, in the end, I was still happy with the, the whole campaign. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, like John said, the, I'm really just there for the multiplayer mm-hmm. in the end. Mm-hmm. And I'm still enjoying the multiplayer a lot as well. I haven't gotten, like, sick of it yet. What mode um, are you playing the most of? I mean, I traditionally just kind of stick to Team Deathmatch. Okay. Um, I will say that none of the maps really stick out as like exceptionally interesting most games there'll be like that one map when that map comes up i go like oh fuck yeah i love this map yeah i haven't really gotten that with anyone um but there's also no maps that i hate like the london one sucks 
Well, that was because of the mode we were playing, though. When we were trying to play, like, the capture the point mode or whatever it was. Yeah. When you're well, I just heard that, like, like, universally, it's just a, it's a straight line. Well, it's it's like a kind of a V-shape. Right, right. Um, but when you're playing it in uh, Team Deathmatch, it's more interesting. I actually really like the, like, more kind of... Um, Nuketown-ish? Yeah, like the close encounter kind of ones. Uh, and one of the things that's kind of disappointing about this is that the really small maps are more saved for the like the two-on-two gun mode. Mm-hmm. Um, and you never get to play them like in Team Deathmatch. And I really like the like the small, close-quarters contained ones that are like really fast-action-y. So, like you said, Nuketown has always been one of my favorite. And yeah. It's the, like, de facto Call of Duty map, so it's mm-hmm. kind of everyone's favorite. But, like, there were other ones, like the, um, there's one that's, like, a shipping container map uh, that's really small. And, like, the action is very fast-paced and frantic. Uh, th- those are saved for the gun game mode. I really kind of wish they would open those up to be, like, just added to the rotation of mm-hmm. multiplayer or, like, Team Deathmatch. Which I'm sure they'll do at some point. Um, uh, but yeah, none of them really jump out as being exceptionally interesting, but none of them suck. So I guess it's a good balance at that point. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and some of them kind of all feel the same as well. Like random European village doesn't feel very different from the random Russian village versus like random American village, like Middle Eastern desert village. Yeah. Yeah. Villages are villages, you know, like low ceiling, you know, buildings and yeah, with windows that are exactly the same in every single building. Yeah, and it's just the trimming on the windows is slightly yeah. different from one to the other. Yeah, it's different crown molding on the inside. Yeah, or different tile flooring. That's yeah, it, that's it. So I'll be interested to see if they can, you know, make some good ones in the coming uh, DLC that we get. Mm-hmm. Which didn't they say like all the DLC is free in this one? From this point on, mm, I don't remember. Yeah. Did you play the survival mode that's only exclusive to PS4? Uh, no, no, I did not. I like started it up because it conti- When you finish the game, it says like the story continues in survival mode because it's actually like a continuation of the plot, I yeah, guess. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's co-op and it's only online co-op, and I'm like, oh, I don't want to just play with some randos. Yeah. yeah. And you can't play it split screen. Yeah. So I, I was like, eh, no, no thanks. Well, maybe if I like red box it or whatever. Or maybe see if I can... It's probably available for GameStop rental at this point. Someone oh, must sure. have traded that. Oh, game. yeah. Somebody's played like played the, the four campaign, hour campaign and, and then traded in because I'm sure they're just more interested in that. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. What about you, John? What did you play this week? I didn't play anything, unfortunately. I'm still like biding my time for Pokemon, I think. Mm. Um, but I did try and watch the Pokemon show. Okay. Because I was like, oh, I want to try and get into this because uh, it's two weeks away and like I want to be in the mood for it. Mm-hmm. Um, no, not the new one that's coming out. No, the new one actually doesn't air until the 7th. So, next um, week. Yeah, next week, which is like a weird reboot, but not reboot. Yeah, the one that has like, it, it features every region of the world. Yeah, but they also had like a new trailer that came out for it that showed like Pikachu as Pichu, and Ash finds it as Pichu, so like it is a real reboot. reboot. Mm, yeah. Um. But I watched like the first episode of Sun and Moon because it's on Netflix and was just like, no, nope, can't do it. It's just over the top kids show now. Mm-hmm. Where it's like everything, everyone's plucky and happy and everything is the happiest moment. And like even at the end of the first episode, like Ash's mom just leaves him. She's like, oh, have fun in fucking Hawaii land. Like I'm going back home. Like enjoy living by yourself. I mean, that's 
That's, that's the entirety all Pokemon. of Pokemon, yeah. <laughs> I know, but like it was like, oh, it teaches me all these important life lessons. Like your parents will always leave you. Yeah, and in dog fighting. Yeah. <laughs> well, isn't it always isn't the the thing where it's like though the children are actually dead and that's why there's no parents or something? Wasn't isn't that the thing? Or they all fought in a war or something? What's the uh, no? Like, the fathers are all dead. The fathers are all yeah, dead. They're they're all always, war. Like every character is the dad is gone and it's yeah. just the mother. Except him. Mr. Mime is uh, Ash's dad in this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I did watch like some stuff about like creepy Pokemon like stuff that war happened in the theories. games. Yeah, and like one point in I think it's X and Y. There's a uh, there's a gym leader that you're talking to and she's oh no it's Omega Ruby and Sapphire. You're talking to her and she's like saying how she like knows the like. Uh, paranormal and she like has a, a relationship with the uh, like afterlife and like for a frame you can see a ghost that's in like sitting in a chair and then at one point like the camera changes to the ghost's perspective as she stands up and like walks towards you and then it cuts to like another perspective and you can just straight up see just her standing behind you they don't nobody's brought it up like the uh, game makers don't say anything about it it's just fucking weird and creepy in there hmm. um but, there's always like hidden weird creepy stuff in Pokemon games. Yeah. Uh, if you even read the lore for the Pokemon half yeah. the time, they're all like, I mean, your favorite one is Cubone, Cubone and that Cubone is a a baby wearing the skull of its dead mother. Yeah. Well, there's like Drifloon that like drags kids away, drags kids up to the fucking stratosphere, and then drops them. Hmm. Um. So yeah, that's what I want. I don't want happy-go-lucky kids show. Um. I'll, I'll see the new show when it comes out, hopefully. Um, but, uh, like, I just am in between that mode, and Joe let me borrow his copy of Let's Go Eevee, so I'll play that soon in the two weeks before Pokemon. Yeah, but, and you purchased yourself an accessory to help you with that, yeah, didn't you? Um, Walmart had the um, Pokeball Plus on sale, which means that Amazon, like, matched the price. So I just bought that because it was $17 cheaper than what it usually is. Mm-hmm. And I guess you can't use it in the new one, um, you can just use it as like a poke walker, so you can put like whatever yeah. main Pokemon you want and get experience as you walk around and poke it or whatever. Yeah, you can't control the game with it like you could in Let's Go Eat, but you can put your Pokemon in it. Yeah, and then yesterday there was a shitload of leaks. I guess somebody got an early copy of the Pokedex and was just posting pictures online. So like, there's all like the Gigamax forms of stuff and like the um, evolutions of the three main um, starters and stuff. Mm. So I've just been spending my time looking at those going, I can't wait to play this. Also having a save for Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee get you those uh, Gigamax Eevee form. Oh, yeah. And uh, Mew comes with the Pokeball as well. So mm-hmm. it's the only way to get Mew in, in um, Sword and Shield. And I guess Go and until recently, I guess. Um, and then I'll, I'm going to try the Masters game. And then with the Japan trip coming up, I do want to start playing Pokemon Go again because we're going to be walking around the city yeah, all the time. So you'll be able to get all kinds of like specialty ones that you can only get in Japan that you can't get here. Well, and people are going to be doing raids because like they're walking in the city and raids happen all the time. It's yeah. supposed to hear like you got to drive to like the church that's five minutes down the road. Yeah. That like you got to organize it on Discord. Yeah, which that's too much. I just want to walk down the road and play a raid with a bunch of strangers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I didn't play anything, but I will in two weeks when Pokemon Sword and Shield comes out. Yeah, you're prepping. You're getting ready. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm sitting there thinking to myself. Uh, same day as the Star, Star Wars, Wars. Yeah. Yep. So I'm like, fuck, which one do I want to Fallen play? Fallen Order. <laughs> like, I got Sword and Shield, the the two-pack order, so I'm getting those, and Fallen Order come out the same day. And mm-hmm. I feel like, uh, I feel like Fallen Order is something I can at least beat faster. Depending. Potentially. We don't know what the, the length of the campaign is. Well, Especially like, if it's like Dark Souls-like, you're going to be... True. It's going to be much harder. True. 
Uh, but I mean, like Pokemon games are usually something I sink like 120 hours. Oh, into. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you're you'd be better off playing Star Wars first, given how much. There's no way you're going to be able to put the same amount of time into Star Wars as you do into Pokemon. Right. Yeah. So, but yeah, dilemmas. That's what fall game season's all about. I know it's going to get hard from this point on. Mm-hmm. How about you? Do you play anything? Uh, I'm still just playing MLB the Show. Mm-hmm. It was World Series was still going on this week. We had an epic game six and seven. The road team won every single game, Joe. I know that you know that's historical. I don't even know who's playing. It was the Nationals and the Astros. Oh. The Nationals won by being the uh, the team to win every, all four games on the road. It was quite impressive. It's never happened before in oh. any of the sports with series. I was like, I don't know if that means anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> This was the first time ever that, like... So, traditionally, everyone wins home games? At least some. Mm. Like, no home team won any game. And the, this was the first time in any of the sports with series where... Uh, the sixth game was like wasn't won by the home team. Like the last time the first five uh, games were decided by the away team, the sixth game was won by the home team. So like it never had gone seven games with everyone winning the away game, mm-hmm. and then the seventh game was also won by the away team. It was very good. It was a very good World Series. Um, so I was just playing more of the you know MLB the Show moments that I talked about last week, mm-hmm. just trying to go through and get all the world challenges. Though I'm thinking about it, and I'm surprised they haven't gotten trophies for those. And I'm wonder. I haven't looked at the trophy list for it because, like, I don't ever look at the trophy list for a sports game because, like, realistically, I'm not going to do half of the things. No, you'd have to play it for like thousands of hours. Yeah, I think the WWE ones are the only ones I really ever looked at the trophy list for. But that's because it's like win X amount of matches, like compete in every kind of match, compete in every match with every super, like stuff that I would normally do as like a playthrough. But like. You know, school, you know, rush for ten thousand yards. Like I'm not doing that. Like I'm just gonna play the game as I play the game, and we'll end up probably playing more online or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I figured, like, as I was like maxing out some of the moment blocks of like, all right, here's ten moments as part of the like welcome to moments set of moments. I thought like maybe when I get through all of those, trophy. No, nothing like that. So maybe it's once I do all of the moments. Then there'll be something, some kind of reward. So I'm actually surprised they haven't got anything yet, but it also just may not be a thing. How many are there? Uh, there's a good, there's a good amount. There's like several different like brackets of different like moments, uh, and but and each one has like I don't know five to ten in them. I think. Yeah. So I'm on like the third or fourth set of them, and some of them are easy where it's just like you know win the game in the last three innings without you know giving up a run it's like okay i can do that no problem but then some of them are like you have one guy hit a home run like you if you don't hit a home run it's over try again so you just gotta restart over yeah and so over you just restart over, over and over and over again but as i said last week like i really like that kind of stuff because it's like no no no, i can do this no I, yeah, yeah it's, it's the like, tony hawk exactly feeling. yeah exactly so it's playing one more try one, yeah. one more try no, yeah. I'm going to get it this time. Yeah, so it's playing a baseball game like I would play a Tony Hawk game, which is fun because it's just like – it's little snippets. I don't have to sink 45 minutes into an, a game. I can just go and mm-hmm. and play it in you know little snippets. So I, I, I quite enjoy that. So I've still been playing that. Again, biding my time until Star Wars. I'm kind of debating if I want to play Sekiro in anticipation of playing a game that will be very similar or if I want to go in completely fresh so I don't have to relearn – mechanics or controls Ooh, the relearning might be the thing that's but, the thing like yeah. i i because i do really want to play that game like i do want to play that game eventually uh but it's one of those things of like okay do i train my brain to play sekiro and then have to relearn everything and cause me frustration especially if star wars isn't as good a game as sekiro or doesn't control as well 
as Sekiro does. Like, I don't want that to cloud, like, my fun element. Mm. So I kind of want to go Whereas in fresh. Whereas like, oh, I totally would have hit that, like, lightsaber block if I was playing Sekiro. Yeah. Like, the controls aren't as good in this one. Kind of, yeah. So, like, it's a weird dichotomy of, like, do I want to play it or do I want to just go in fresh? And I, I don't know. I doubt you'll be able to beat it in two weeks. Sekiro. So no. It took me and John, like, a month to beat it. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to know. I can't wait until the end of the year thing comes out for Sony that tells you how long you play those games. Because mm-hmm. like I got Sekiro's got to be up there for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I'll probably just wait. But I do want to play it. Maybe mm-hmm. I'll play it after, and then it'll cloud my judgment after the fact, which is fine. But yeah, that was really it for me and what I played this week. Uh, so we'll jump right into the lightning round. Not lightning round, which has a ton of news this week, uh, and we'll kick things off with BlizzCon, which is going on currently. Started on Friday. It might be done by now as yeah, we record sure on Sunday. Many days it goes. Um, but quite a bit of news. Joe, do you have the list of things that came out at BlizzCon? Or do I need to get that? Uh, well, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have a list, but I remember most yeah, of it. Yeah, four major okay. things happened, I yeah. guess. Um, so uh, first and foremost, the big one that everyone was hoping for, and it was pretty much leaked beforehand, so we knew it was coming anyways, was the announcement of Diablo 4. Yep. Um, which is, uh, they put off a, like a cinematic trailer that was like eight minutes long, uh, and then a, like a gameplay trailer were shown off at the same time. Uh, I mean, it looks like Diablo. Mm-hmm. It does look a little bit more like, uh, real. Well, like it looks more like Diablo one and two where it was like kind of ghouly and like gross. Diablo three was just kind of like a, it had like a more cartoonyish yeah. almost like aspect to it. Uh, yeah, it does definitely has like a more gritty feel to mm-hmm. this one, uh, which is good. I like it. Um, uh, they did say that it's going to be always online, so you need to be connected to the internet at all times to play it. Is uh, it PC exclusive to start? No, it's going to be on all three. So it's PS4, PC, and Xbox One. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, which made me disappointed because I was like, oh, no Switch version. Fuck. Well, yet. Uh, yeah, yet. True, but if it's always online needed connectivity, like it'll maybe it'll be different for the Switch, Switch version, but otherwise... Yeah. yeah, it would have to be. Yeah, so I was like, oh man, like, does that mean no Switch version was my first thought when I, I saw well, that. Well, weren't the Switch ports of, uh, like, Doom always online? They so were like, at first, and then they said, our bad. Yeah. Because everyone was like, well, what the fuck? This is the Switch. Like, yeah. like it's a portable system. The point system. is, I'm supposed to be able to take it with me places. Yeah. 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 Um, so, like, maybe we will get a version of it that's that. Um, it, I, I mean, it, it looks good, but it's still also not, like, super graphically heavy, so I imagine the Switch wouldn't have a problem running it. Yeah, and I mean, games of that, like, design, like, they're so pulled back with the top-down camera that, like, it almost doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, but you know what I was thinking about when I was like watching the gameplay trailers and everything about that? Whatever happened to that Minecraft Diablo game? Dungeons? Yeah. That like disappeared. Never heard anything from I mean, it just got announced at E3. Yeah. Well, it's just like six months ago. Six months ago. Would have figured we'd have heard something else about it by now. Well, when's it coming out? I don't know. They well, yeah, say. that's that's why you haven't heard anything about yeah. it. It's probably not coming out until next year. And you'll hear more but about I just it next was year. looking at that going like, oh yeah, I wanted to play that Diablo or that Diablo Minecraft game. Well, you'll have uh, to wait. Yeah, uh, so there was that. Uh, there was the announcement of Overwatch 2. Which, that also leaked earlier in the week, too. Someone had posted, like, screenshots of, like, Tracer's new abilities and stuff like that. And Well, they they fucked up themselves. They put it on their own website. They had, like, a, a picture of all of the characters and then, like, the one new character. And then someone had pulled it off um, and, like, put it on Reddit. And then they took it off the website. And they were just like, yep, uh, there was nothing there to begin with. Sorry. 
Um, I don't understand why there's a need for a second game. It, it's also weird. Like, did you look into what this one is? Yeah, there's, like, like character a, levels now. Well, it's also, like, an ex- more of an expansion to the first game. Right. They, they're, like, cross-compatible. Like, people playing um, Overwatch 1 will be playing with Overwatch 2. So, like, you can still play on the same maps and stuff, but it's going to be the kind of thing where, like, Overwatch 2 players can still play with Overwatch 1 players, but Overwatch 1 players won't be able to play the Overwatch 2 stuff. Okay. Kind of thing. So it's more of, like, an expansion to Overwatch 1 than it is a full-blown new game. To be fair, though, I feel like anyone who's still playing Overwatch is just going to get Overwatch 2. Like, I can't imagine a world in which you have been playing Overwatch since, what, 2015? Mm. And and you're gonna be like, no, I'm content with this one. I don't want to play the new one. Yeah, I don't like those new characters. So yeah. I'm gonna stick with these. Old I don't ones. like the new maps. Like you're gonna, if you've been sticking with this game for the last four or five years, then you're you're just gonna get the new one anyway. But yeah. Overwatch just came out on the Switch, so like those people who didn't have a console and only had a Switch only just started playing it now if they played Overwatch. Yeah, and they're gonna continue to be able to play over because Overwatch Two isn't coming out on the Switch day and date with the rest of them. I would assume. Yeah, right? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. I can't imagine they would. No. They would. It just yeah. seems like an odd thing to have a sequel to. Just keep adding expansions. Well, because the, there's no story mode either, right? No. It's yeah, so it's just add game. more characters and more levels is really all there is. Which is what they've been doing anyway. Yeah. So it's weird to call it two unless there's going to be like new weapons and new things. But it doesn't seem like they're changing it up that much. I feel no. like if there was a story mode, you could call it two. Where it's like, oh, okay, I see what you did. You added a story mode and new levels and maps and everything. And like that yeah. makes it a sequel. This just makes it an expansion pack. Right. Which is fine. Well, I mean, like, they said that they added like a character leveling and stuff like that. Whereas opposed to Overwatch 1, you just choose the character you have. Um, so like that's another thing that is interesting. But like that could just be added into the expansion anyway. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping it's not a $60 game. It's definitely going to be a $60 game. Oh, it's yeah, a sequel. It's definitely going to be a $60 game. Yeah. That's that's the way they know, get. That's the way like they get. A, that's the way that. Oh no, it's very weird to me. Uh, like you said, you would assume anyone who's dedicated to Overwatch would obviously just upgrade to Overwatch Two at that point. Yeah. So like the cross compatibility thing, I was like, it's a nice addition, but it seems like almost kind of pointless. Yeah. Because you're going to assume that ninety percent of players are going to just upgrade to the new one anyways. I guess it's nice that those ten percent that don't upgrade will still get to at least have some sort of interaction yeah. but yeah it just really kind of feels like unnecessary well because i get that like there'll be kids who can't get two until their birthday or christmas rolls around yeah that's true whatever i'm thinking, year I'm thinking of my mind where i'm just like yeah just go out and buy every fucking game i want to play but yeah there yeah. are a lot of kids out there that have to like wait for mommy and daddy to buy them the next well game. yeah because overwatch is a big like streamer you know game and they have like the the different tv shows where it's streamers or like esports competitions are all like teenager and younger skewed in terms of demographics so there are those players that will be you know beholden to allowances and birthdays and christmases and hanukkahs to to get a new game so like if their rich friend gets the game before they do they can still play with them but but they can't they they can no they can use the overwatch content to play overwatch one so like the characters and stuff they'll be in overwatch two they can use that but the characters won't be able to interact with each other. Like, you can't play online with each other. You'll just get the content from Overwatch 2 into your game. Oh, I thought it was that, like, Overwatch 2 players can play with Overwatch 1 players. No. That's uh, not the way I perceived it, at least. Oh, that's how I thought it was. I mean, I wasn't paying too much attention because I don't care about Overwatch. So yeah. I might have just been like, oh, that sounds interesting. 
I thought it was the other way around, but yeah, like I said, it, I was just kind of like, oh, Overwatch. Yeah, I thought that like you could get the character. So there's gonna be, I think, two new characters that are coming out. You'll get that in Overwatch one, but you don't get the fact that you can upgrade them, and you don't get to play online with those people. You just get the content, but not the context, I guess. Oh, I just instance. thought. Yeah, I thought it was. I don't know. We could both be wrong for all I know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I gave up playing Overwatch a long time ago. Mm. Uh, what else was out of BlizzCon? Uh, new expansion for World of Warcraft, um, which is called Shadowbringer. Shadowland, some shadow, shadow something, yeah. Um, which uh, is a new addition. It's going to introduce like a new mechanic where in the new areas there are four different factions, and you have to side with the factions. Uh, you have to choose like which one you want to help and do missions for them, and you build up and earn like specific type of gear to to those factions. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've done like similar kind of things in the other games, but it's more of a focus in this one. Uh, one of the things I, that was kind of the big thing that I saw from this is that they're reducing the level cap back down to 60, which yeah, is I the level cap that. in the beginning of the series. Weird. Yeah. Um, I think they're going to like retool how leveling works because, you know, every expansion, I think they added like 10 levels and now they're at like 130 something levels. So they're just like, all right, you know what? Like, let's just kind of bring it back down to basic and squash them back down to 60. Uh, I don't know how that's going to work for people that are currently running around with like their 120 yeah. level characters, but I mean, I tried playing. I remember when Missa Pandarian came out, and I went to like give it a try, um, and it was a completely different game from WoW in the beginning. So I'm not surprised that they could just be like, "Yeah, we're just going to change everything again," because they've been doing it with every other expansion at this point. Yeah, well, they made it easier to level, so I'm I have a feeling that like you just you're not going to get the number levels as fast it's just gonna be a, a slower way of leveling as opposed to like you know you get a level every time you complete a, a mission mm-hmm. sort of thing uh yeah, so it was 120 was what it was at max uh last time so Jeez. now it's being pushed back back down to 60 i stopped playing when it was like 80 i think it was like 2012 when i stopped playing wow mm. it's still fucking going yeah there's a one that i'm surprised we still haven't heard anything about a wow too but they've they won't need to. They're just doing the thing we were saying with, yeah. uh, that they should have been doing with Overwatch. Which is what I thought they were going to do. You know what WoW 2 was? WoW Classic. Uh, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> they were like, here, here's a brand new game that's that has no expansions and no nothing. It's a fresh start for everybody, and it's the one from 15 wow. years Point ago. WoW Five. Yeah, exactly. Uh, there's a new expansion for Hearthstone that was announced, mm. uh, as well as like a new gameplay mode. Uh, and I don't think there was anything announced for Heroes of the Storm. That I saw. I think they, they announced that like uh, every hero would be unlocked and free to play during BlizzCon. Um, but no actual like new expansions or anything like that. But mm. I, is anyone even playing Heroes of the Storm anymore at this point? Not that I know of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just to go back to Overwatch 2 for a second. Uh, some of the new things. There are story missions. No. So there will be missions that you can play based on the Overwatch heroes. So that kind of fleshes it out. It's not like a story mode. Yeah, uh, like but it's each like, character probably gets their own level. Kind yeah, of they're individual missions. Uh, hero missions, defending cities against talent agents. Uh, you can experience levels and customization options, which is what you were saying, John. Uh, multiple new heroes beyond the Overwatch original cast. Uh, new maps and a new game mode called Push. So... Those are the new things. Uh, pushes. Two teams compete uh, to have a robot push an objective to the opponent's side. Um, Isn't that just what Overwatch whoever, always is? Whoever pushes yeah. the robot deeper into the opponent's territory wins. That's just what payload is. No, payload is you have to you have to move it through the map. This is back and forth. This is like tug of war almost. They, but they had like but a... Reverse. 
they did uh i can't remember what season it was but they have they put out like different modes per seasons and this was one of the modes that I just it was like a giant something that you had to go push back and forth pretty much yeah but this is going to be a permanent uh, I one it, yeah. as opposed no, I, to i mean i didn't really play a lot of overwatch so i just thought that it was always like that like whatever team was controlling the thing it moved in the direction of their base i mean payload does go backwards if there's nobody on it so you don't necessarily push it it just retracts oh um so yes and no i guess like because payload it, it moves if somebody's on it if somebody if from the other team's near it it's contested it won't move but if there's nobody with the team that's pushing it on it then it goes backwards oh yeah was that a game mode in splatoon 2 the one where you like had to paint the tower and the tower like, yeah. moved across the map and whatever team had the most paint on it, it moved in the direction of their base. Uh, it was just if you're standing on it and uh, paint the floor, then oh, okay. you defend it and it moves on its own as long as it's painted. Mm. And then if someone if there's any paint on it that's the other team's color, it stops moving. Mm-hmm. I think you have to be standing on it actually. Um, but yeah, so similar kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then it's just you have to push it, you know, in both directions. But yeah, I did like that mode in Splatoon. So mm, yeah, me too. A worthwhile addition, I'm sure, to Overwatch too. Uh, Lightning round, uh, new PS4 exclusive is no longer PS4 exclusive as it is coming to PC in 2020. We are, of course, talking about everyone's favorite game, Death Stranding, uh, whose reviews embargo was up this week, uh, but they did confirm that it will be available on PC in 2020. Something that I guess was also announced like three years ago and just no one took it seriously or it wasn't like definitive enough uh, but it will be coming uh to to pc in 2020 i'd mean, say so it was kind of surprising to me because like the pc availability thing has always been microsoft's mm-hmm. like big push like oh everything we have that's exclusive is also available on pc this is kind of really the first time that sony has done that but sony's stuff has always been cross-play with pc before anything else too so, like, Sony also has a, their fingers in the PC market. True. Uh, but it's just uh, surprised me that, like, you never see Last of Us on PC or God of War on oh, PC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you do now with uh, PlayStation Now. So, like, those oh, games true. got added to PlayStation Now, and you can play PlayStation Now on PC. That's so, true. Like, yeah, I forgot about that. But that's more recent. Like, they just added God of War mm. to PlayStation Now and Uncharted and stuff like that. So, But you're right. Like, beforehand, it wasn't an availability thing with their, their main... Um, their main franchises but it is something that makes me like i don't know i mean not nervous but like if everything all exclusives are going to be available on pc at this point like what's the point of even having consoles when you just have a pc you don't have to upgrade them every year? every every pc person will ask you the same question regardless of what games are on there because mm-hmm. console gaming's trash why would you even own a console pc because mm-hmm. like one console I like the console for six years i did at that point <laughs> Yeah, but you don't have to up like you don't have to upgrade your PS4 every six, you know six months or year or whatever to keep up with that kind of stuff. Well, yeah, I mean I know that, but I don't know. I just feel like if everything's going to be coming out the PC at that point, like if I could play Gears of War and God of War on PC, you know, yeah, what's the point of having like two separate consoles at that point? There isn't. I know. Well, it's easier to play on your TV, most likely. True. I mean, that's the big reason. I hate, like, sitting at my computer desk playing on a yeah. computer as opposed to just sitting on my couch and laying back and relaxing. But then again, then, then you're going to get uh, some way to connect that to your fucking um, uh, Google thing. What the hell is it called? Stadia. Stadia. <laughs> yeah, true. I don't know. Hmm. We'll see. Uh, have you guys read any of the reviews for Death Stranding? Because this is what we've been talking about for weeks and months and years now, is I just want to know what kind of game it is. 
And it turns out it's Fetch Quest, the yep. game, which is what we thought and were afraid of. The reviews have been very bizarre. Yeah. Because I feel like they're incredibly inconsistent from the uh, like score versus the review that I am reading. This is one of the very first times where like, looking at Metacritic is not indicative of whether or not this game is good. Because Metacritic's pretty high. I think it, like last I saw it was in the 80s. 86, I believe. Yeah. Uh, and that was up from when the first reviews were, were put up where it was just at 80. So it's gone up. But you like you look at the scores and you see people in like comments on some of the reviews being like, well, this this outlet gave it a ninety, this outlet gave it a ninety five, like this outlet gave it an eighty seven, like. But then you read the review and the reviews are like, the game sucks, but the concept of the game is amazing and like the story of the game is amazing. So like you really have this is one of the first times where like you really have to read the review to understand that like an eighty five is an objective 85 which is what reviews always are but like what what got it that 85 is different than what i think you'd expect from any other game i mean like going through some of them it would just be the kind of thing where it would the reviewer would be like yeah it's a it's a, a big vast world with nothing going on in it and like yeah. all you're doing is walking across a field but the story is like touching and emotional and everything like 10 out of 10. But I'm just looking at it going, like, this sounds boring. Like, a yeah. big, vast, empty world with nothing going on, and it's just walking across it? That doesn't sound fun. I get it's artsy, but, like, why is this a 10 out of 10? Because yeah. it's a Kojima game. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that's the thing we were fearing this entire time. Yeah, is that the Kojima blinders have given it, like, you know, bumped it up five points or whatever. Because mm -hmm. most of the reviews that I saw, like, even the glowing ones are just, like, you kind of have to be okay with here's a package deliver it to that guy here's another package deliver it to that guy and that's the game mm. and like manage how many boxes are on your back okay i don't really want to and so like for the story to unfold like i even saw a thing where it was like it doesn't get interesting for the first like five hours and you don't get a gun that works on human enemies for 25 hours and it's just like oh that's so painful like that's an awful long commitment for a thing and like props to him for like creating a new thing and the idea of like connect reconnecting the world is like is like a grandiose like concept so if that really fuels your like experience or your like the games as art uh discussion then like all power to you but you have to be aware of the fact that it's not fun and like the, even the online element that the, they're talking about even seemed like it was something where that is the only thing that makes the game like bearable where it's like, you know, you can have other players that are in that same area, like leave behind a ladder that you'll need to get across this chasm. It's like, so wait, so if someone didn't leave me a ladder, You're I can't fucked. play the game or to be like, if you lose a package that you can't deliver, someone else can find it and deliver it for you. And that gets you like a thumbs up from the on your like delivery score. And I'm like, oh, okay. So like, and then you could do that for other players. Like, so wait, I can return other players' packages? Like, why? Why Why do I want to do that? It's a communal dino, diner dash, the game. Kind of. Which is just like, okay. I like, in reading the reviews, I, I'm a thousand percent committed to this is not a game for me like whatsoever because like even the harshest one was just like yeah it's beautiful and it's like touching and if you think about the deeper context of it it's great but at its core like, i'm just walking back and forth with a box yeah so. like, I, I will admit i'm in a 
like a mood of like I I feel like I have to try this. Like I don't know if I'm gonna buy it. I have a feeling that there will be a lot of GameStop rentals available for this game for people that are gonna go out and go like, oh man, it's it's got such a high score on yeah. on this website, and then they're gonna play it for ten minutes and go, what the fuck is this? And I wonder if it's it. gonna be part of their guaranteed to love it program. I feel like we've oh. heard about that by now. Yeah, and I don't think they want to take. The, yeah, I don't think they want to take that bet on something that like. You you Should. do you That's do it on like purpose. <laughs> no, but you do it on things like Days Gone, where like there's a ton of trailers for it, there's a ton of information about it. Like you you have a sense of it where if you thought you were gonna like it and just didn't, like whatever. But this is one of those things where like no one knows anything about it. There's very few trailers. There's the very few information. The roof. Yeah, you don't want to say you don't want to guarantee people that they're gonna get their like their full money back because then you're just sitting on all these used copies that you have to sell at a loss. Or at cost, essentially. Oh, I guarantee they probably just sell them as new. They're just gutted copies. Mm. Mm, maybe because it's only forty-eight hours or whatever. Yeah, you yeah. don't get to play for that long. Yeah, I don't. I don't actually know how they sell them, but yeah, I don't know. But yeah, in reading the reviews, I know it's a thousand percent not for me. Mm-hmm. One of us has to play it just to be the objective. Not it. Joe's gonna do it. Uh, fuck. Yeah, you'll be able to GameStop rent it or Redbox. Oh uh, yeah, uh, it'll be yeah. fine. I'm not. I'm not buying it. That's no. for damn sure. No, I'm no, not no, spending no. sixty bucks on it unless you love it. I mean, yeah. Who knows? I could. I could GameStop rent it and go. Oh fuck this! I'm keeping this. Yeah, it's entirely possible. But as of right now, yeah, I'm the same way. Like reading the reviews, I was just like, still. It felt like I was just reaffirming everything I had been thinking this entire time. Yeah. yeah. Well, wait until it physically comes out, and then like the people who didn't get review copies are reviewing it properly. Yeah, like what the fan Metacritic score is going to be like, as yeah. opposed to. But then again, even then, I'm like, I don't know if I can trust people. Like, yeah. This really does seem like it's a you have to play it yourself. You cannot trust anyone else's opinion on this game, kind of thing. Yeah, because even reading like, and the the other thing I saw, which was reaffirming the fears about this game, is that like Kojima's a genius. If you didn't like it, you didn't get it. Mm. It's like I, I don't, I shouldn't have to get it. It should just be fun. gotten. <laughs> yeah, like I shouldn't have to have like a master's degree in psychology to like have fun with a game. I should be able to like. Even if I don't like fully get the deeper meanings of it, I should still be able to have fun with it. Like this shouldn't be the "I am very smart" like of video games. Yeah, like, and it did have that Rick and Morty commercial. It did have a Rick and Morty commercial, which just like made me hate it even more. <laughs> like, I, I just, I just don't like the show. <laughs> I always hated that like um, argument, though. Like these are products; these are things to be consumed. Like if you don't understand it like that's not the point the point is to put out something that is consumable understandable and understandable for you you didn't like it yeah who cares about what the intent of the maker was yeah exactly yeah it's the same thing with like film like that's the thing i used to get with in school all the time just like shut the fuck up it doesn't matter what the creator thought like it's it's all how you interpret it yeah but if you didn't get it then it doesn't matter like you you spent sixty dollars no it just means you're dumb john yeah yeah yeah, just because you say well, that's well, that's the difference between saying like it's a bad game versus it's a game I don't like. Because hmm. if you say it's a bad game but you didn't get it, then someone can be like, no, 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 you don't understand. Look at all of the themes and look at all like here's a bullet point list of all the things you didn't understand. Uh, versus like oh, I just didn't like it. Because if you say I didn't like it, then okay, that's an opinion. But a bad saying it's a bad game and not understanding it, I can understand the fight, but. You can definitely say, like, I didn't like a thing. But still, the other way around, it, if it, if you didn't get it, it means that who the creator didn't, like, make their 
purpose or you know meaning well enough that you could understand it no it just means you're dumb sure yeah okay it, it works both ways i guess but yeah it's, it's certainly not a game that's going to do anything for me no and it's also just a shitty argument uh lightning round speaking of sony uh they just re- uh, reached a sales milestone this week uh and celebrated in kind of a funny way so joe why don't you tell us what that sales milestone is uh they uh have surpassed the wii the nintendo wii in sales to become the second highest grossing or best-selling uh console ever behind their own playstation 2 which uh, i don't think the ps4 will catch that it needs like a lot to get i think it's like 50 million behind or something like that uh, i don't know if you there have is that. currently uh 102.8 million ps4 uh, units sold uh the ps2 is 150 million units yeah so 30 million so yeah they're a third or they're two-thirds of the way there at that point basically no it's not 30 million it's 102 so it needs 50 oh, 40 yeah, it needs like 48 million but it's got a new console coming out in a year so can you sell 50 million units unless they have a really good uh, christmas sale <laughs> in the next you know well like because the they'll still sell ps4s for another five years mm-hmm. can you average 10 million units over the next five years with uh you know with a new console out depends on how good or bad the ps5 is as well i guess yeah if the ps5 sucks people are just going to continue buying the ps4 or too expensive yeah 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 one or the other yeah, so it's entirely possible. Um, but to celebrate reaching the sales milestone and another victory for their uh, sales and their consoles, uh, they went ahead and trademarked the names for uh, PS6, PS7, PS8, PS9, and PS10, uh, setting us up for the next 50 years worth of PlayStation consoles. Are you guys excited about the future of PlayStation? And what do you think the the long-rumored PS9 will be like when it finally comes out? Because oh, was that, that the one that was the the orb, the orb with the mermaids yeah. swimming in it and yeah. stuff. Yeah, do you think we'll get the orb console? I don't know. I mean, the technology uh, it, it grows exponentially faster every every year. So we have no idea what anything could be like by the time we get to the PS4 or I mean PS10. We know what the PS4 is like. Yeah, but the gap between consoles has gotten longer and longer. No, no, I think no, they've actually hasn't. been shrinking. The PS the the biggest gap was the PS uh, three to PS four, and that's because of the recession. Because otherwise, it's been like five years in between consoles. Because you had like what two thousand to two thousand six was the like that was the PS two. Well, what was like the gap between like uh, the NES and Super Nintendo like eight years maybe yeah because like, what like the Super 85 Nintendo to, the Nintendo 85 to 92 93 i'm right? not sure um, uh, but even just recently so like the ps2 was 2001 right 2000 somewhere in that and then the ps3 came out in 2006 the ps4 didn't come out until 2013 so that was what seven years uh and then in 2020 which is seven years mm-hmm. so it's not, yeah, it's not getting longer, but. But I don't know. I, I, I don't remember what it's called, but there's a term where, like, every year technology advances the same speed as, like, the last five years combined kind of thing. Just I think it's called, like, the, the like, law of exponential growth or something where, mm-hmm. like, technolo- as technology advances, making more advanced technology becomes easier and easier and easier kind of thing. So by the time that, like, I don't even know if the we'll have 
standard stuff by the time the PS10 exists. Mm-hmm. Like, at that point, we might just be jacking into the Matrix, you know? True. Will, will we be, like, buying our nano implant chip, like, fighting between the... Oh, shit, do I want to get this PlayStation nano chip inserted into my brain? Or do I want this Microsoft nano chip? Hmm. Or maybe I want the, the Stadio, Stadia nano chip implanted in my brain. Or the Madbox nano chip. Or is it just going to be something else completely entirely? I don't know. Will you even be able to have multi-console users then? Could you plug in multiple? Or would you have to take each chip out when you wanted to play a different game? Oh, maybe. I don't mm-hmm. know. I just want to know is that when they go to unveil the PS9, do they fake everybody out? And unveil and, the thing that they And showed. put the orb there. Meanwhile, everyone who remembers the orb controller is now on AARP and like <laughs> getting social security. And we'd uh, be like, I remember that. Yeah, we're all crowded around like the flat screen TV in the old folks' home being like, that commercial was the best back in the 19 diggity two. Because we're lining up to get uploaded in the cloud. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, that's just a metaphor for death, Joe. Oh. Old people just sit in line waiting to get uploaded to the cloud. Uh, but yeah, so they're ready. They're ready and raring to go. So. I mean, like, honestly, it's a thing that I'm surprised didn't already happen. Like, I would have figured, like, once they trademarked the PS3, they would have been like, all right, trademark PS to up to 50 at this point, yeah. you know, just to make sure nobody else is grabbing it. How did they not already have PS6 trademarked? Yeah. Who's the genius that's now sitting on PS11? Yeah. <laughs> just like, ha I gotcha. I'm just going to sit on this for 40 years till you're ready to pay up. I know. Then I'm going to rolling in dough. Uh, like when I saw that happen, I went like, "How the fuck was did no one else trademark PS6 at this point?" Yeah, I don't know. maybe they just re-upped, but yeah, they they're definitely now trademarked out from six to ten. Obviously, having five ready since that's the, the name of the next console. So I was uh, actually surprised. I thought the um, I thought the Wii U was like vastly far ahead. The regular Wii. Or the Wii, yeah. I thought the Wii... Like, I always remember the Wii being, like, the thing that sold, you know... I think it... Because it shot off like a rocket, and then I think it petered out hard, because it saturated every market it was going to get, and then it was just like, all right, who's going to buy a Wii now? I also was surprised to see that the PS2 had sold as much as it did. I did not think it was that far ahead. Mm -hmm. Like, I know the PS2 was popular, but, like, to to have sold half of what like more than the other one yeah or another half of more than the other one well it was also pitched as like a dvd player for a lot of people that was the thing it was Uh, everyone's dvd player it was my first dvd player yeah Yeah. same i remember going out and buying uh shanghai noon was my first dvd Mm, i don't remember what my first dvd was it was probably something silly like that though it's probably like x-men 1.5 or (laughs) pearl harbor you know, just something completely unnecessary that I would never, ever watch now. Yeah. Shanghai Noon and The Patriot were my first two that I bought. Oh, yeah. nice. Very fun. John, do you remember your first DVD? I remember my first Blu-ray was uh, Pacific Rim. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, no, Pacific Rim or Wanted. I think I got Wanted because it came with a digital copy of it. And mm. I didn't even have a Blu-ray player. I was just like, ah, it's ten bucks. <laughs> mine was the Talladega Nights that came with yeah, the PS3. Yeah, mine was technically oh, the true. Talladega Nights. Yeah. Just like my first UMD was Spider-Man 2. Oh. <laughs> it came with the console. I think the first one I bought was probably like the... No, I bought the Departed on DVD because I didn't have Blu-ray at the store. I honestly don't know what my first Blu-ray was. I have yeah, to go I back really and look. I remember that one either. Um, other than obviously the Talladega Nights that came in the box. Uh, all right, lightning round. We got a bunch of EA news this week. They had an investor call, uh, which had some good news and some bad news, depending on your point of view. Uh, I think the biggest piece of news coming out of this is EA confirmed with a coffee cup tweet 
uh, that their games are coming back to Steam. Uh, it was a coffee cup tweet. It was a picture of a coffee cup. It was like a gif of a coffee cup with Steam rising out, and the, oh. the cup said EA on it. And everyone was like, are they coming back to Steam? And they were like, yeah, we're coming back to Steam, you guys. We're back. I didn't so, even know that they were not on Steam. Well, no, because they had they the EA, EA access. access or EA Origins or whatever it was called. Oh, Origins. Yeah. Yeah. So that platform. Oh, that thing sucked. <laughs> yeah, it did. And it seems like it's probably kind of dead now. Ugh. So their games are coming back to Steam starting with uh, Jedi Fallen Order, I think is the first game that will be that's available on start Steam. With. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's pretty big news for PC players because obviously it's one less launcher they have to worry about, despite the fact that there are so many launchers that you have to go and find games and download games and this is now making it one less because you can just get those ea games uh, on steam now which is pretty cool they're also siding with steam as opposed to um the epic game store that's true mm. yeah i mean it's they, they didn't say this was an exclusivity thing they very much could be coming to both coming to both and they'll announce that at some other point too like epic's got enough money to throw around mm -hmm. but yeah it is it is true to say that coming to steam first is kind of a like a wink wink nudge nudge we're with them because they care about the gamers whereas epic cares about the money or whatever right. the whatever that battle is in the pc community yeah. so uh that makes uh quite a bit of sense so that was some positive news uh we're going to do kind of like a compliment sandwich where we go good news bad news good news bad news because we've got bad news here if you're a fan of battlefield uh because they said there will be no new battlefield games uh, until at least 2021 uh missing the the mark of 2020 being the next year that there should have been a new battlefield game if you go based on the uh, the intervals of other battlefield games so does that sadden you guys that no battlefield next year i mean i haven't played a battlefield game since hardline i think was the last one i played you didn't play one hmm? you didn't play one no i didn't play one or five hmm. um i played yeah hardline was the last one because i was like oh cops and robbers this time like i'll give that one a try but i was never a battlefield like person i never except like, for bad company uh yeah bad company was great and like the early pc ones are great um i never liked it when they went to the console so like battlefield 3 i like liked 3 hardline i didn't think was that good what was that browser one? Oh, battlefield 1942 yeah that game was great or 1943 1943 42 was the actual pc yeah, one was the actual pc one. no the browser one was awesome skip mm -hmm. and, and then I there was as well i don't think we played that that but, was like the more cartoony one Maybe it was that one. I can't remember. There was one that was just a browser game that like, anyone could play. Uh, when 1943 was just on Xbox 360, I think. Battlefield Heroes was the browser one. So we played the browser one. Yeah. yeah Skip and I did. Uh, the Battlefield 1943 was good, too. Uh, and the that browser one was pretty good, too. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I... I, I didn't like the, the, the big aspect of the Battlefield games. Like, for me, Battlefield always just felt like running for 10 minutes and then getting shot. Mm, and yeah. that was like it like like i said i like the small container arena games from call of duty so like that was my preferred way of playing world war first person whatever. shooters whatever yeah. <laughs> see i always <laughs> like the battlefield games. ones because it was more like uh you're not gonna just run around like it is more methodical in your like your movements whereas call of duty is just everyone's just running around and then you get shot in the back yeah so it's like okay it's not really fun i get it but but battlefield you could be a little bit more meticulous and planned out which i kind of like the tactical aspect of it there. well and cover was destructive as well so like you're yeah never, you're never always safe yeah and that's what i liked about three is tanks and planes and all that kind of stuff like that just made it feel bigger which i i did quite enjoy even though i was terrible at the game uh i did enjoy playing it so but the, there are you know the battlefield diehards and they'll be very sad that there is no new there game is until the, 2021 there is the battlefield mode essentially in modern warfare 
like they added the the big map ground war mm-hmm. yeah ground war mode um so at least there's something similar to that yeah i have seen like i i wasn't very interested in it. like i said it's not really my gameplay type but i did see people saying like that's not nearly as good as battlefield like it's trying to be battlefield but not doing it well so they might be disappointed in that aspect that aspect but at least there's something well just yeah. know that the extra year means they're putting more care into their game hopefully well yeah there you go. Uh, next piece of news here. This one is uh, positive. If you're looking for more Star Wars games, there will be a new Star Wars game from EA uh, before 2022. So somewhere in the next two years, which kind of tracks. Battlefront 3. Uh, it's possible. Uh, there's Probably. still the, I mean, the visceral game got shut down. So who knows what kind of assets were taken from that to being used to make something else. There's always the possibility of a new old Republic game coming out. That's, you know, often rumored. So uh, if we're getting Jedi fallen order this year, that means that within the next two years, we're going to get another one, which, you know, makes sense every, you know, year or two, we're getting a, a star Wars game. What would you guys like to see out of, I mean, Joe, you already gave your vote for battlefront three. You think third time's a charm for them? Uh, no, my actual pick would be um, Fortune Least Three. <laughs> mm, yeah, definitely. I would love to see that kind of like make a surprise comeback. Yeah, I wonder if they would do that. Consi- it feels or- like it would be too close, maybe to like uh, the Jedi Final, for- yeah, Final, Jedi Final Order. Order coming out. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Is that like, do they want to have competing, dueling, single player Jedi franchises? Yeah. That are very similar. Uh, granted, like we haven't played Fallen Order yet, and it does look more Dark Souls versus a more like running action, style, like Devil May Cry style. Exactly, which is what the Force Unleashed games were. But I mean, it wouldn't surprise me at all to go back to it. But I don't know how you do that when like th- that like that character is now run out. Like, what do you do with Star Killer or whatever? I mean, he became a biker and fought zombies. That's true. That's true. He did do that. Yeah. Um, so that's a departure for that character, obviously. you got to bring him back to a galaxy far, far away, which is like, how do you really weave that story? So that's going to be kind of tough to do, I think. Wasn't he involved with Superman at some point? Yeah, he fought Superman on TV, though, so not yeah. video games. He yeah. was Doomsday. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he was also thrown out into the mist. In the mist. Oh, there you go. That's the same TV show? No, the movie. He was in the movie? Yeah, he was the soldier that they... Oh, yeah, They stab right. him and then throw him out in the mist. That's right. Yeah, he got misted. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you, John? What would you like to see from a Star Wars game? Before well, didn't they already announce that they're going to make another Lego game? Well, yeah, that, not, but that's not EA, though. Yeah, that's not EA. It's not? No, that's Traveler's Tales, right? That's who makes Lego games? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, is it published by EA? No. No? no. Okay. No. Just because the, like... Uh, the Lego license belongs to... WB. WB. So they make the Lego games. Um, it's the same way that, like, Disney Infinity was not EA, even though that was Star Wars and gotcha. stuff, too. Um, but yes, should... that game is coming. The like complete saga right. comes out next year. I well, think. that's why I thought it was like their sneaky way of being like, "Yeah, they're gonna get you're gonna get more, you know, Star Wars games." Mm-hmm. Of course you are, because we've announced them already. Nope. They should make a Pod Racer too. <laughs> yeah, uh, right. where like it uses the motion controls, and so you can like move your fists forward and backward, like a um, like a Switch game. Yeah, like a Switch game, or I mean, using the move controllers as well. Yeah, I mean, even the the regular PS4 DualShock has gyro sensors to be able to do that too yeah so just like tilt it yeah i mean wouldn't be terrible what would your pick be uh i mean i would kind of like to see him get battlefront right even though i've enjoyed both battlefronts i'm like one of you're the the guy yeah exactly uh that that does enjoy them like i get their flaws i understand them but at at their heart they're star wars shooter games and that's super fun uh 
I think it'd be kind of fun and it might be a little too played out at this point, but if you had like a, uh, you know, like an old world where there's like hundreds and hundreds of Jedis and Sith running around style, like lightsaber battle royale game, like, sure. Like I would go, like, imagine just looking at a map and seeing like everyone in lightsaber duels to try to do a battle royale game. So it'd be like that scene from episode two. Episode two, yeah, where it's just like a giant, but like, but everyone has lightsabers as opposed to like. One side has lightsabers and one side has blasters. John, 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 Joe. A Star Wars Musou game. Yeah, that would work. Of course it would. It would absolutely fucking... A a Dynasty Warrior Star Wars game where you're just running through like swarms of uh, star... Anything. Stormtroopers, battle droids, uh, you know, like soldiers from other species on other planets of like... You know, whatever. Like, you can make all kinds of different levels and things. Oh, man. A Star Wars Muso game would be perfect. That would be amazing. Yeah. I, I was also it... thinking maybe Rogue Squadron. Like, not... It doesn't have to be a sequel to Rogue Squadron or anything like that. But, like, no. there's no space combat Star Wars games anymore. Well, I mean, Battlefront 2 has space combat in it. Well, like a space combat focused game. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. I mean, all of those are valuable options. And all of those are games I would love to play. Mm-hmm. So, we'll see before 2022 uh bad news uh no dragon age until at least april of 2022 so that new dragon age game that they did confirm they're working on well yeah they just showed the like trailer but the trailer was just like uh revolving around the logo yeah yeah it was just like yes new dragon age okay and it yes. just said dragon age it didn't even get a title or a date or anything like that it just said, it's age. probably gonna be one of those like reboots, reboots. yeah yep. but God you just horror. got give it Hit, the, the name yeah mm-hmm. Tomb Raider. I mean, you know, you don't know. Like, maybe this just means they are working on KOTOR 3. Because that's yeah. Bioware, so. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but yeah, no Probably Dragon. Probably not, but. <laughs> no Dragon Age. At least April 2022. So that's not a confirmation of April 2022 release date for Dragon Age, but not until then. I mean, do you think Bioware even lasts that long at this point? What are they working on now? Uh, more Anthem say, DLC? Didn't they say oh, there was a Jade Empire game coming out? There was a rumor, but I don't think it was. So I thought they official. like rebought a license. Did they like or they like, like re-filed uh, for the trademark, trademark or, or something? Yeah. Uh, well, I think Anthem's dead. I think they even said it's dead. Well, no, I mean they're still making content for it. I but... think, but I think they said that they're putting it entirely on hold. Like recently, they said like we're. Yeah, I think that they said they were like tabling it, but they were working. They were tabling. The, the future content to like make updates, the base yeah. game. but they were still working on like fixing and patching the game kind yeah. of thing. But no new content will be coming. But they will be still fine tuning it. I feel like they get one more chance. I know we said that Anthem was their one more chance, but it's such a different kind of game for them with like the, you know, the the, the way and with like the genre of game that they went game for with this. Service. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Um, that was the term I was looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, that like I think they could be like okay, you didn't work for Games of Service, you didn't it didn't work with the revamp of um, Mass Effect. No, let's give you one more chance at a single player focused game. Go back to the well. Yeah, do what, what you, you do best. Yeah. yeah, and let's give it one more crack. So I think if they wanted to do, it's either they're going to work on Dragon Age from now until twenty twenty two, and that will be what they come up with, which mm-hmm. is like a good development cycle amount of time. Or it's, all right, you get one more game. We're going to let you do a Star Wars game. It's got to be out um, before 2022. And then you can go back to, and like split the teams or whatever. And one team will be working on Dragon Age something. And the rest of the team is hard at work to get this Star Wars game out before 2022. And then 
the whole team comes together to push for a late 2022, early 2023 release date on Dragon Age. Like, maybe. Uh, I don't think they'll shutter that studio, but it may not hold the prestige it once did. It may become, like, a a studio that makes shovelware more than a studio that makes, like, top-tier AAA games. If they I think fail, it'll like, probably just seep into EA. Like, it just, Bioware will be no more, and then it'll just be, they'll, all the people will go into other EA studios. Possibly. Or they're just, like, Bioware will become the studio that helps with assets for, like, Visceral or, you know, right. granted mm-hmm. they shut down, but, like, other EA studios, like Motive or Dice, mm-hmm. where it's yeah. like, they, all right. They do the multiplayer, like, yeah. on yeah. a certain They thing. do the Switch port yeah. of something, you know, like, maybe that's what they become, which would be sad. So, hopefully that doesn't happen, and hopefully that... Whatever their next game is, is a uh, home run. Uh, speaking of look, home run, I'm going to make sports metaphor to talk about different sports now. Good news if you are a fan of the NCAA football games from EA, which a lot of people are. Uh, a lot of people said it was better than Madden for various reasons. I think the like story modes are cooler because yeah. you've got the four years of college and everything. Uh, I didn't really play those as much because I'm just a bigger NFL fan than I am an NCAA football fan. Uh, but recent laws passed in California and then trickling into other states have now allowed college athletes to start earning money for their names and likenesses, which has never been allowed before. You couldn't make any money as a college athlete. Uh, you were, you know, deemed an amateur and therefore not allowed. Like you couldn't sign autographs. You could and like sell them to memorabilia shows or anything like that. You couldn't make any money off yourself until you were out of college. But this new rule says that you can do that because it doesn't impact anything collegiately. It's not, you're not being paid to play. You're not being paid for anything like that, but you can go out and make your own money, Mm -hmm. which I think is good. Uh, But that opened the door immediately. People started asking EA, Hey, does this mean NCAA football is coming back? And they're like, listen, if, if that's the law, then like, yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. So, so up until this point, they were just referred to by their numbers, right? Their numbers. But there was a lawsuit, um, I don't know, like seven years ago, I want to say, uh, that said like, listen, that's their number. That's their face in, you know, whatever. Did they actually like scan everyone's face into the game and stuff? No, but no, they, they modeled tried to it. make them similar. Yeah, they modeled it to kind of look like it because it's, but this was granted like, you know, 2012 era you know, PS3 360 graphics. So like not identical, but like clearly enough where it's like, that's their number. That's their face. That's their position. Like that's them mm-hmm. for all intents and purposes. Uh, and so there was a lawsuit to where it's like, cause you, they're just profiting off of maybe not their name, but no them. Yeah. Their likeness at the very least. Yeah. And so when EA lost that lawsuit, they stopped making the NCAA games. Cause you weren't just going to put the number on there and then just generic looking dudes. Cause no one's, gonna buy that game like just they're just gonna put all their money into madden because even then with the number that still implies that it's that person Mm. so uh, now that this is available uh, ea did come out this week and say that the door is open for an ncaa football game in the future though don't expect that anytime soon because they still need to work out the logistics of how players would get paid what players would get paid like how do you kind of work out that uh, those logistics which will take time because all these laws just got passed recently so um, it's at least a, a step in the right direction for people who are fans of that franchise um, that also opens up the ability for ncaa basketball games to come back which are you know a big part of you know a lot of people love ncaa college basketball and hate the nba so hmm. you know you can have march madness games you can have all kinds of different stuff that you don't necessarily get with the nba games. so that opens the door for all kinds of 
uh, collegiate sports games to come back. I think they also had a uh, an NCAA baseball game EA did back when. I was about to ask that. Uh, like, you never really ever hear about college baseball. College I mean, basketball and college football I hear about all the time, and I'm not a sports guy. So, yeah. like, the fact that I'm still hearing about it means that it does permeate the culture. I never really hear about college baseball at all. Mm. Well, we also have good college baseball or we uh, basketball here and decent That's true. football, but we don't know anything about the baseball team. Yeah, it might be because I live by UConn that I know yeah. a lot yeah. about college uh, basketball. Well, and like, you know, UConn's got a pretty good college baseball team too. You only really hear about it during the College World Series. That's really the only time it ever comes up um, because it, it also is played at the same time as regular baseball. Hmm. Um, and so regular baseball just takes precedent. Uh, it doesn't have, and it doesn't have the same kind of money behind it that college football has, and it doesn't have the March Madness feel of it the way college basketball mm-hmm. has. So I think those things permeate the culture more than, say, college baseball, mm. which makes sense. But there, there was, I think, when MLB gave the exclusive license to 2K to make baseball games, they EA, who made the MVP baseball games before, came out with an NCAA baseball for like a year or two, and then it didn't sell well because that exact reason it's not the same culture permeating sport that the others are so Mm. but it opens the door for more of those uh, sports games to come out so that's good news for fans of those leagues uh bad news if you're a fan of the nba though because nba live has been canceled again this now marks i think the third time they've canceled just give up yeah uh so no nba live coming out in 2020 they're gonna take a year off uh, they won't to cancel that one to cancel that one too. Uh, no, probably just to work on the PS five project Scarlet iteration of the mm. game and come out, not the first year with a cross generational one, but two years from now, 2021, they're eyeing to hopefully return it to its former glory. I don't even know when the last time NBA live was good, like not great, but good. And like two K just never. gets it. So right. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I, I, I can't even, remember ever hearing a good thing about nba nba live i mean maybe back in the like late 2000s or early 2000s maybe i feel like they had a good like run NBA like before oh three yeah, I yeah think like, like when i was in high school they were decent and like there was still competition between 2k and live but then after that it was just every year 2k was the best game yeah so uh it's been canceled again so it doesn't surprise me once you cancel an annual sports game the first time how do you get people to come back to that I know. And you have to make it miraculously. Now? Yeah. So this is uh, like I understand wanting to like keep trying because like you have the ability to. So why not? Like some schmucks will buy it. Plenty of grandparents will buy the wrong one. Like the kid will ask at Christmas time, like I want two K twenty, and they'll be like NBA Live twenty. It is. You got it. Two K is just slang. Yeah. Ex- exactly. Like that's what it means. It says twenty twenty right on the box. Two K twenty. I understand the young hip children. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's probably how they sold all of their copies. I would assume. But, yep. Canceled again. Uh. Sucks to be uh, EA basketball games. Uh, lightning round. We talked about delayed Ubisoft games last week. Uh, it seems there is a reason for those delays as the Ubisoft confirmed this week that those games are cross generational and they'll be releasing on both the PS4, PS5, Xbox one and project Scarlet. So those games were gods and monsters, the new Assassin's Creed that we didn't hear about yet. Uh, no, it was a watchdogs, a watchdogs legion, legion. Um, gods and monsters and the other one. Fuck. Yeah. What was remember. the other one? Assassin's Creed Vikings. No, because that's yeah. not official. Yeah, it was never um, officially announced. Damn it! What was it? I Watch thought it was Legion. Be... I thought it was Assassin's Creed. They just said the next iteration of Assassin's Creed. 
No, it was see. something that was like actually, actually announced. announced. Yeah. Not, not Skull and Bones. Was it Skull and no, Bones? Rainbow Six Quarantine. Oh, that's right. Well, no, we, we talk- haven't heard anything about Skull and Bones. Yeah. Mm. We did talk about this, and this was the reason we probably said they were delayed, was because it's right at the edge of the new console season coming out. Well, it was also because the the incredibly poor like reception for their last two games. Well, that well. was what my thought was. Yeah, and they had to try and uh, they couldn't salvage this fiscal quarter, so they said yeah, we'll so push it back it. or this fiscal year. So let's push it back, and hopefully they'll you know recover in the next fiscal year. Right. So yeah. So I mean, regardless of whether you are an early adopter to the next generation, you will be able to get uh, these Ubisoft franchises uh, on whatever system you like. So okay, so it was Legion, uh, Quarantine, and Gods, Gods and Monsters. Monsters. Yep. I have I still don't know much about Gods and Monsters, and I wasn't really impressed by that initial like announcement trailer that showed off. Yeah, um, Legion. I didn't like Watch Dogs two. I did like Watch Dogs one. I'm a little trepidatious about this, uh, like not having a definitive main character thing. Yeah, every character is playable. Yeah, um, it's a cool but concept, I'll, but we'll yeah, see. I'll give it a try probably when it comes out. Um, and I have no interest in quarantine at all. No. Uh, I mean, we'll see. Uh, like, at, at least there's one of them that I'm kind of interested in, and I'll just wait for it to come out on PS5. Then. There you go. Uh, lightning round. It's that time of the month where we get to find out what free games we are treated to. Uh, granted, the uh, Games with Gold Xbox games will already be out as this airs, because uh, we've now entered into November, so the first of the month, uh, we can start with those, because those are out already. Uh, and they're really crappy, so let's just get them out of the way. Get them out of the way. Get yeah. out of here, crappy games. Uh, so starting on the first of the month, you're going to be getting yourself uh, Sherlock Holmes and the Devil's Daughter on Xbox One. Yeah. And, and this is not based on the BBC show Sherlock, correct? Uh, no. This is not based on the Robert Downey Jr. Uh, Sherlock, correct? No, not the guy Richie Sherlock. No, this, no, this is just a standalone. Just a guy. And this is not the um, other not the, Sherlock show. It's not the Great Mouse Detective. It's not Elementary. Yeah, elementary. So that's the one yeah. I was thinking of. Yeah, the one with uh, where Lucy Liu is Watson. It's not. It's not that either, right? No, no. This is uh, just based off of the books. The, ugh, things based off the books are the worst. Uh, and I know that those games are like they crank them out a lot. There's always a new one of these Sherlock Holmes games coming out. So I mean. People must be playing them, but I also only ever hear must bad things they about be? them. <laughs> yeah, must they be? I don't know about that. So that's your Xbox One game. For your <sighs> Xbox One game, uh, ah, i.e. the Xbox original, Xbox OG, Okay, uh, you're going to be getting Star Wars Jedi Starfighter. Oh, that's a good game. I never actually played that one, but it's one of the flying games yeah. that you were saying yeah. you missed out on, John, or no. you're missing. Yeah, that's that's a good one. That's a quality game. Uh, and then you're going to be getting on the 16th, uh, the final station, which is a zombie train game. It's like a side scrolling thing where I think you're supposed to be like maintaining a train, driving it through a zombie apocalypse. I was going to say, are there zombies on the train or was the train once alive? Now it's dead, but undead. So it's a zombie train. No, I think it's more like snow piercer, but instead of snow, there's zombies. Oh, so it's zombie piercer. Zombie piercer. So it's, uh, what was that anime? Cabinary of the Iron Fortress. I have no idea. Yeah, they were on a train that had to. I don't on know if it had to be perpetual. Yeah, it didn't have to. How you be get home perpetually moving, but there were zombies on the outside. It uh, was it was steampunk uh, Attack on Titan. It's no piercer mashed together. Never heard of this one, but sounds interesting. It's on uh, it's on Prime, and I think it's coming to yeah, Netflix soon. Mm. 
There you go. Uh, and then the fourth and final game that you're going to be getting, uh, and this is the Xbox 360 game that you get, because yep. you always get two Xbox One games, an original Xbox, and an Xbox 360 game. Yep. You're going to be getting Joyride Turbo. It's a fucking Connect game. Which is, yeah, a Connect game, I'm pretty sure. Ew. Who the really? fuck even has a Connect anymore? Is this based on the Hayden Christensen uh, tractor trailer movie? Isn't that one called Joyride? Oh, yeah, yeah. Him and um, that other Paul Walker. guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no. It's not based on that. Okay. <laughs> it's not based on that. Okay. Which got like four sequels also. Really? Yeah. This game those... or that movie? No, that movie. that movie. Oh. It's one of those movies where like there was the actual movie and then they just kept cranking out like shitty oh, direct DVD sequels Where it's for the it. same plot with different actors? It's just another truck chasing after another group of teenagers. Oh my god. Unbelievable. So this is not based on that, so I shouldn't get my hopes up. No, no. You <laughs> Your hopes up, yeah. yes. Damn. So a really, really, really shitty lineup. I mean, I guess Jedi Starfighter Jedi Star might Fighter be fun to gem. play around with, but that's still just the OG Xbox game yeah, that you're exactly. getting. That's the best of the bunch, mm-hmm. and it's 15 to 20 years old. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I mean, I don't know what the Final Station really is like. It could be good. It's a little indie game. I'm, yeah. I'm not sure, but... Okay. Eh. All right, what's on tap for the PlayStation Plus? Uh, and then PlayStation Plus... Well, uh, you still have time to get this month's games of uh, Batman, Arkham Knight, and... Oh no, Last of Us. Last of Us. Remastered and MLB The Show 19 yeah. uh, until Tuesday. Uh, and then for this, uh, for the PlayStation, uh, you're getting one, I would say, really good game, and then one that's pretty good. Uh, you're going to be getting Neo and Outlast 2. Very excited to play Neo. Hmm. So I think that might be what I play to get me to uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah, that's a, that'd be a good one. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I already own a copy of it. I bought it when it originally came out, mm-hmm. but um, it's still nice that now I don't have to get up and put the disc in. Yeah. Uh, and Neo, Neo 2, 2 comes, comes out, next, out year. next year, early yeah. next year. I think it's... Yeah, in the spring. Yeah. Yep. Um, so it's going to be one that I, I, I never actually finished Neo 1. Like, it's one of those ones where I got like halfway through and then stopped playing because something else came out. Well, yeah, that was the, the podcast starting like everything of 2017 came out. It was during that time, so yeah, um, understandable. So I'm looking forward to like pulling a surge with this one mm-hmm. and like powering through Neo One in time to play Neo Two, just like I did with the Surge, because yep. it's the exact same thing happened. And I had a lot of fun going back and replaying Surge and then playing Surge Two. So I'm looking forward to uh, playing Neo again. There you go. And then Outlast Two. I I liked Outlast One a lot. I didn't really play Outlast Two too much. Um, I already have a copy of it on Xbox, so it'll be nice to have a PlayStation copy now. Yeah. Now you don't maybe have to use your Xbox. Play that. And I think they just got released on Switch, too, so I'd probably just want to play them on the Switch if I was going to do that. Hmm. But that's a game that, like, is better played on a graphically nice system, though. Yeah, it's true, yeah. Since it's more real-life-y. Mm, yeah. And, like I said, the first one was really good, so I'll be looking forward to playing the second one at some point. Is What ones are you most excited for? Oh, I mean, Neo. Neo, yeah. yeah. I already have Neo, so, like, yeah. I guess Outlast too. Yeah, the thing about Neo is it's one of those games that's been, like, $5 sales all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I've almost purchased it several times, so I'm glad that I haven't. Because mm. now I get it for free. Yeah. There you go. Uh, lightning round. It was an awards-heavy week for people who both work at Nintendo and used to work at Nintendo. Uh, who wants to tell me more about that? Uh, okay, uh, first off, Reggie fils uh, who left uh, Nintendo of America back in April. Uh, he is going to be receiving the Legend Award at the New York Game Awards. I don't know the New York Game Awards. I know I think the Game Awards, is, but I don't know the New York Game Awards. This is just for, like, 
this is purely an awards thing as opposed to an excuse to show more trailers. Mm, so like, yeah, it's an, an actual prestigious thing probably to get as opposed to just a commercial that you get an award from. I mean, it's just another small award festival. Like, yeah. There's tons of them for film. Like, I'm sure there's a Manchester Film Festival or something like that that'll give you an award. So it's just another small yeah. thing to give people awards for some reason. Well, uh, the uh, event is going to be happening on the 21st of January. Okay. Uh, and uh, this is the ninth annual one, so cool. You know, at least it's been around for a little while. Uh, and I mean, Reggie tweeted out how honored he was to be getting the award. So yeah, good, good for him. Yeah, everybody likes Reggie. Mm-hmm. Reggie, good guy. Uh, and then Shigeru Miyamoto is also going to be getting himself an award. Uh, he is going to be getting the uh, Japan's Person of Cultural Merit 2019 award. Uh, now, this is something where it's a group of people. He's one of 21 people uh, yeah. that is going to be winning this award. It's like the Kennedy Center Honors mm, kind of thing. Yeah. Or uh, the Nobel Peace Prize goes to... Well, those are like... Depending on those divisions that yeah. they're part of. But multiple people get the Nobel Peace Prize every year. Well, no. no many people get the Nobel Prize each year. But it's... One person gets the Nobel oh, Prize. Oh, yeah. yeah. One, one for peace, one for science, one for all the other... Yeah. 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 Uh, so he's going to be one of 21 people uh, to be getting the Personal Cultural Merit Award. Uh, he's the first person related to video games to be getting this award. Cool. Um, and, uh, I mean, th- this one's one of those much bigger honors yeah. kind of thing. It's not just like a random award show in New York that's happening. This is a, a huge Japanese, you know. Yeah, it's a big you're, deal. It means you're a person that is very specifically honored as being part of the Japanese culture. And we're contributing to it in a significant way. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, That's no, awesome. probably nobody has had more reach than him, like, across globally. Yeah. Uh, in, of, of a Japanese, you know, in terms of, like, Japanese culture being spread out there. Yeah, for sure. I mean, maybe him and um, Ghibli? Yeah. I mean... What, really... Miyazaki? Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, a, a person who's kind of had, like, a global reach. Like no, but, that. like, people know Mario more than they would know Spirited Away or any of that kind of stuff. Like, the Mario song is kind of permeated culture in general. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but, but like, uh, you know, Miyazaki movies have won Oscars and stuff. So, like, people in America definitely know who he is. Like, yeah. he's definitely of super high importance in terms of cultural impact. Other than maybe, like, the guy who invented the Walkman. You know, or something like that. Yeah, but no one would know his name. True, I don't know his name. That's why I said the guy who invented uh, it's the Walkman. Walkman. Song. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I'd, honestly, like I said, I I probably wouldn't even be able to think of anyone else who deserved this award more than him at that point for you know yeah. his impact on the world. Mm-hmm. Miyazaki's not also just, got not one, just, by the way. Hmm? Miyazaki has one as well. As oh, well, good so, for him. Yeah. yeah. So he'll he's in good company. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, lightning round, uh, pop culture time. We got our first real look, uh, extended look, uh, at the Witcher for Netflix series, which is coming out, uh, in December. They did finally give a release date, which I think is pretty close to what we had heard a rumor of where they said like how many nights until a thing came out. Uh, and the Witcher was basically like, yeah, it comes out in December. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't, do you have the exact December 20th, December 20th. Uh, what'd you guys think of the new trailer for the Witcher based on the books, not the games? Uh, he's in a hot tub. He is. He does have Which the famous is from hot tub the game. Scene. Yeah. I mean, well, it's it probably could from also the book, be in the too. book. Did you read the books, Joe? Well, uh, yeah, I'm sure he probably took a bath at one point in the book, but it was very clearly an allusion to the scene of the game, the opening of Witcher 3. Well, you only say that because you know it, but you haven't read uh, The Witcher Hot Tub, which is the name <laughs> of one whole book. Hot Tub Witcher Machine? Yeah, exactly. That was The, the entire book takes place uh, within uh, a tub. So you didn't read that book, so that's why you think about the game when you. Oh, hear it, I guess I'm just it. an uncultured swine. God, it's like you don't even get it. You're so dumb. Yeah, <laughs> it looks cool. 
Yeah, it looks super like fun and action packed. It seems weird that like I don't know if it's just Henry Cow was a big dude, but it seems like all his swords were really small. I mean, he is a big dude. That's what I'm saying. Like I don't like it. Just seems like he was using like half swords instead of like because when I think of the Witcher, I just assume like big broad swords, sword like, like as long as him. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and I didn't see any of that, so like it weirded me out a little bit. But yeah, it looks awesome. Yeah. I well, did like that they also put that, like, it's based on the international best-selling novel yeah. series instead of, like, that inspired the video games afterwards or something like that. Yeah. So it's trying to attract people to the books rather than to the video games, which is, I guess, a nice turn. I mean, I'm sure the author is excited about that because he hates the video games. It's true. He does. Well, I'm sure it might have been his, like, doing... Yeah. Like, don't like, don't ever games, mention please. the games. Yeah. Is that a hot tub? Get out of here! They might not be allowed to, too, just given the fact that, like, License this has, yeah, this well, has no yeah, affiliation to it. it yeah. Mm. So, yeah, that looks cool. I'm going to check it out. Even though I never read the books and never played the games, like, I'm still down to watch I, it. I, I'm in the same boat as you. I've, I, I'm going in blind, which is probably the nicest way to go in. Because, like, at least in my instance, I can't help but compare it to different things. So, yeah. since I haven't consumed the other two ways of doing, or, you know, consuming The Witcher... I'll watch the TV series, and it comes out at a perfect time, like right before Christmas. So it comes out the same day as Star Wars. Yeah, you'll be able to download them and watch them on the plane if you want to. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I can do that. Or just can get a VPN or something. Netflix? Yeah. You can. Oh, I didn't know you could do that. Yeah. I will show you how. Yeah. It's I mean, button. I don't have a Netflix account. You have my Netflix no, that's account. That's true, yeah. We yeah. are part of the same family. You just mm. click it, and you press download. Mm. It, it doesn't work for everything, but obviously all of their shows, you're able to do it. Mm-hmm. So you'll be able to download that and watch it on the plane. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, when I was watching the, uh, the the trailer, like it's incredibly hard not to, in your mind, try and compare it to uh, Game, Game of, of Thrones. Thrones. Like, yeah, oh yeah, it, it has Game of Thrones vibes up and down, but it also leans, I think, a little bit heavier into the supernatural element of it, which is, I feel like, a distinguish, uh, like it distinguishes it from Game of Thrones because while Game of Thrones had supernatural elements, it didn't lean into that as much. Yeah, it was more grounded with some elements yeah it. yeah it was more about the war than mm. it was about the fantastical and i feel like this is going to be more about the fantastical with the war elements you know throughout yeah but like i said as i was watching i couldn't help but like kind of in my mind start comparing it to game of thrones and the only thing i could really think was like i don't feel like this captures it just right in that way like because everyone's trying to make the big game of thrones successor type thing yeah like what is the thing that will now come what will be the thing that will be the cultural zeitgeist that it everyone fills the void and gathers around to yeah. talk about and i didn't get the feeling from this one not saying that it was bad but i felt i was like this doesn't seem like it's going to be a cultural thing the yeah. way that game of thrones was uh i mean which you can't really hold it against that for that but you can tell they're trying to do that and i was like i don't think they're gonna hit the hit it the way that they want mm. yeah so, yeah, I mean, we'll see. Obviously, Netflix has a big market share in terms of streaming, but this will come out at a time when Disney Plus exists. And we'll see, you know, how much people are paying attention to The Mandalorian versus see, talking when about... when I watched the trailer for Mandalorian, I was like, I can kind of feel the, like, this will be the thing that people talk about. Yeah, well, it's also Star get... Wars. So it, it, it has a bigger cultural foothold than The Witcher, especially over here. Like, I don't know what The Witcher is like internationally in terms of recognition, but Star Wars. Like, big in Sweden. Sure. It might not even from. be. Yeah, but it might not even be. It might just be one of those things where it's like, oh, you read The Witcher books? Oh my God, you're so lame. What, so, what accent was that? Swedish. Shut up, Joe. You uh, sound like Minnesotan. Yeah, they, there are a lot there of are Swedish, Swedish people, people in Minnesota. In Minnesota. Come on. Oh. That's where they went. Mm. So, Specifically. Yeah. 
So thank you, Joe. Means I nailed it. <laughs> Bravo. Yeah, thank you. You tried to make that seem like a dig, and then in terms you were like, actually, no, it's spot fucking on. So yeah. nice try, Joe. Um, but yeah, it could be it could be thought of as lame over there too. I don't know. Mm. But yeah, like, but this will come out in a time where now there's another streaming powerhouse. So we'll see how much people are talking about The Witcher versus just being like, hey, did you watch that Witcher show? Like, nah, it looks like stupid lame Game of Thrones, and I don't want it. Stupid lame of Thrones. Yeah, stupid lame of Thrones. <laughs> so you know who knows. But I thought it looked cool. I'm gonna I want to watch shot. Blonde Superman. Yeah, get out of here. That guy sucks. Where's his mustache? That's all I want to know. They CGI'd it off. Where's his mustache? You should put it back on for this. It, it fits better with the character. Oh, you know something that was really sad? I uh, I saw um, my mom was watching uh, a, like a Lifetime original Christmas movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, starring... It's that time of year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, starring um, uh, Brandon Routh. Mm. And I was just kind of like, oh, poor guy. <laughs> like... At one point, he was Superman. And he will be again, very soon. Yeah, but like at one point, he was like Superman. He must have been super hyped. Like, I'm going to star in the next Superman movie. I'm going to be like the biggest fucking thing in the world because I'm going to be in Superman. And now he's doing Lifetime original Christmas movies. Aw. Oh, poor guy. Poor Dylan Dog, Dead of Night. <laughs> oh, <shit>. <laughs> poor <laughs> him. Deep pull. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, all right, did I miss anything for the lightning round? Not lightning round for this week. Yes. What I missed? Uh, the PlayStation View is shutting down. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like technically gaming adjacent. But yes, PlayStation View is shutting down at the beginning of the year. Yes. Uh, they did try to sell it. They were looking to see if anybody wanted to buy it uh, in terms of like their subscribers would just – I think the one they were pushing for is Fubo TV, which is a sports-focused streaming service but still has all the normal channels. Yeah. Um, and it would be one of those things where like – you become a subscriber of Fubo automatically or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but this is the first, they were one of the first streaming TV services outside On of Sling. Console, yeah. um, and this is the first death of one of those because obviously Sling is still going and mm -hmm. um, there's still YouTube and Hulu, but this is the first death of the streaming TV platforms. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of surprised by it. It sucks, obviously, if you're a PlayStation View subscriber, you now got to look elsewhere and figure out what you're gonna do it's kind of soon too january 20th so yeah it's three months away but that gives you plenty of time to sign up for all the seven day free trials of everything else mm -hmm. so yeah just do one a week for the next couple of months <laughs> well before i finally settled because like i have youtube tv here in the house and so before i finally settled on that like i tried hulu i tried playstation view i tried youtube i tried uh i think sling, sling didn't have enough of the channels i wanted so it was like yeah i tried like week trials of them and I just settled on the one that was the easiest to consume because it had the most, most like, yeah, it had the most apps on everything that I could watch. So, uh, yeah, it's a shame, but maybe this means that now there will be a YouTube TV app on the PlayStation. It almost assuredly means that because yeah. the only, that's the only reason why it wasn't, uh, before is because mm -hmm. they want you to buy PlayStation view. Yeah. So I'm, I'm assuming as soon as it shuts down completely, if not before then we'll get some kind of app for it. I mean, it. they could put it out right now. It's not like that. I went to the website. Um, the view website and it straight up says like we're not taking any yeah. uh, free offers or anything like that like you can't sign up for it it's shutting down January 20th yeah so they could just put up an app tomorrow for all we know yeah sure it's entirely possible I mean I, I don't know how long one was in the works or if they just had one sitting on PlayStation's approval oh, I guess it's true. or like they still have to develop it and everything yeah unless they already did and they're just like one of these days they're gonna let us the same way with like 
you know, one day they came to an agreement that you could put YouTube on a fire stick and like the next day it was available. Right. They just were like waiting for the agreement to come through. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I guess that's the upside. If you have one of those other streaming apps, you might now have the ability to watch it on your PlayStation 4. Yeah, which is what I want. Yeah. So you don't have to boot up your Xbox to watch YouTube TV. <laughs> yeah. Or my Xbox just turns on all the time. Just like, remember me? Yeah. Do you want to watch hockey now? Please. Quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Uh, All right, well, that'll do it then for the lightning round, not lightning round for this week, which will do it for this week's episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. And remember, you can find the Gamescast every Monday morning at 9 a.m. on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, So let us know what you thought of the Witcher trailer. Which BlizzCon news item are you most uh, excited about? Uh, Which up and down, uh, angry or positive EA news uh, hit you the hardest? Are you super excited for NCAA to come back? Or are you super sad that there's no Dragon Age until April 2022? Uh, And what would you like to see the new Star Wars game be? Uh, Make sure to let us know on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, But once again, for the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast, my name is Adam. I'm Joe. And I'm Johnny. And thanks so much for listening. It's already starting to get dark out. Eat it.